Welcome back, everyone. Yep. It's Chip and Eric here. Special guests on ukulele with Gene Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, oh shoot, that's tomorrow. That, that My is, bad. Sorry, tomorrow. guys. Uh, welcome back to Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Yeah. That's where we are today. <laughs> hey, Eric, today is day 187. I couldn't agree more. And we're going to read Isaiah 61, 62, and 63. Wow. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Hey, I am super proud of all of you guys. I know Chip is too. It, this is just a commitment. And so I said a few weeks ago that we were hitting the summer slump. Do you remember me saying yeah, that? Yeah, he said it. I did. I heard it. And I meant it, and it was he true. Did. It, it is. So here's the thing. I'm looking back now. If I go back two weeks. Two weeks. Like today, there will be 80-something listens on this on this recording today. Okay. Chip is copying my mannerisms because I speak with my hands and I can't help it. That's right. It helps me too. Good. So there'll be 80-something listens today. Okay. When I go back two weeks, there's like 100, 102, 104, which means people are listening. They're just catching up. So I think people have missed some days and they're going and catching up. And I think that's amazing. Amazing. I think that's great. Way to not quit. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's perfection or nothing. Oh. Right? So if you miss a day, it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm done with Chip and Eric read through the Bible this year. Okay. Good job sticking it out, listening, catching back up. Of course, we, you know, the the objective here is to read every single day. Yeah, that That's is. what we want. That's the goal. But if if you miss one, don't give up, don't quit, keep going. And, uh, yeah, proud so of So you're that. saying catch up is okay. Yeah. It's easier to keep up than catch up. <laughs> But if ketchup is all you can muster, (laughs) I knew that was coming. You are incredible. We would relish. We would relish having you around. Oh man, man, that's what I love about you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, let's get to it, Eric. That sounds good. We got a lot to do. You know, I have to be done by two today. Oh, Chip's got to be done by two, and also. A little spoiler for everyone. This first section is about Jesus. Good. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Mm -hmm. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come, and with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes. A joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair, and in their righteousness they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants, and they will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. Mm. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery Mm. and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I am like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or a bride with her jewels. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him 
His righteousness will be like a garden in early spring, with plants springing up everywhere. Because I love Zion, I will not keep still. Because my heart yearns for Jerusalem, I cannot remain silent. I will not stop praying for her until her righteousness shines like the dawn and her salvation blazes like a burning torch. The nations will see your righteousness. World leaders will be blinded by your glory and you will be given a new name by the Lord's own mouth. The Lord will hold you in his hand for all to see, a splendid crown in the hand of God. Never again will you be called the forsaken city or the desolate land. Your new name will be the city of God's delight and the bride of God. For the Lord delights in you. He will claim you as his bride. Your children will commit themselves to your children will commit themselves to you, O Jerusalem, just as a young man commits himself to his bride. Then God will rejoice over you as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride. O Jerusalem, I have posted watchmen on your walls. They will pray day and night continually. Take no rest, all who pray to the Lord. Give the Lord no rest until he completes his work, until he makes Jerusalem the pride of the earth. The Lord has sworn to Jerusalem by his own strength. I will never again hand you over to your enemies. Never again will foreign warriors come and take away your grain and new wine. You raise the grain and you will eat it, praising the Lord. Within the courtyards of the temple, you yourselves will drink the wine that you pressed. Go out through the gates. Prepare the highway for my people to return. Smooth out the road. Pull out the boulders. Raise a flag for all nations to see. The Lord has sent this message to every land. Tell the people of Israel, look, your Savior is coming. Hmm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. Hmm. They will be called the holy people and the people redeemed by the Lord. And Jerusalem will will be known as the desirable place and the city no longer forsaken. Who is this who comes from Edom, from the city of Basra, with his clothing stained red? Who is this in royal robes, marching in his great strength? It is I, the Lord, announcing your salvation. It is I, the Lord, who has the power to save. Hmm. Why are your clothes so red, as if you've been treading out grapes? I have been treading the winepress alone. No one was there to help me. In my anger, I have trampled my enemies as if they were grapes. In my fury, I have trampled my foes. Their blood has stained my clothes. For the time has come for me to avenge my people, to ransom them from their oppressors. I was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed. So I myself stepped in to save them with my strong arm, Hmm. and my wrath sustained me. I crushed the nations in my anger and made them stagger and fall to the ground, spilling their blood upon the earth. I will tell the Lord's unfailing love. I will praise the Lord for all that he's done. I will rejoice in his great goodness to Israel, which he has granted according to his mercy and love. He said... They are my very own people. Surely they will not betray me again. And he became their savior. In all their suffering, he also suffered, and he personally rescued them. In his love and mercy, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them through all the years. But they rebelled against him and grieved this Holy Spirit. So he became their enemy and fought against them. Then they remembered those days of old when Moses led his people out of Egypt. They cried out, Where is the one who brought Israel through the sea with Moses as their shepherd? Where is the one who sent his Holy Spirit to be among his people? Where is the one whose power was displayed when Moses lifted up his hand, the one who divided the sea before them, making himself famous forever? Where is the one who led them through the bottom of the sea? They were like fine stallions racing through the desert, never stumbling. As with cattle going down into a peaceful valley, the Spirit of the Lord gave them rest. You led your people, Lord. You gained a magnificent reputation. Lord, look down from heaven. Look from your holy, glorious home and see us. Where is the passion and the might you used to show on our behalf? Where are your mercy and compassion now? 
Surely you're still our father. Even if Abraham and Jacob would disown us, Lord, you would still be our father. You are our redeemer from ages past. Lord, why have you allowed us to turn from your path? Why have you given us a stubborn heart so we no longer fear you? Return and help us, for we are your servants, the tribes that are your special possession. How brief, how briefly your holy people possessed your holy place, and now our enemies have destroyed it. Sometimes it seems as though we never belonged to you, as though we had never been known as your people. And, and that, that is, is our reading today. today. Okay. Boy, that was a little bit of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Up and down and all around. Up, down, all around with two questions in mind, Mm -hmm. of course. And that's this. What does this tell us about God? And what does this tell us about us? So, Chip, what does this here tell us about God? Yeah, it's an obvious one. Uh, I don't know if I stated it like this yet, but it's this this passage is about that God God saves. Mm -hmm. God saves. God delivers. And... And uh, if you don't say what it tells us about us, there's a connection to that in this passage. I could always mention, but I'll wait to see. What no, you go have ahead. To say. We we long for a savior. Mm-hmm. We long for Israel long for a savior. Uh, we long for a savior, and God saves. He provides what we need, and it's all goes down to our sin and our rebellion against Him. And that's what I, you know. One of the things I just love about God is that He wants to save us, wants to deliver us. We see that. With his people, the Israelites, even he's so patient with them, but yet he, because he wants to save them, to deliver them, and help them, and then we see that longing. They, they, sometimes they don't acknowledge it, but then when they hit bottom, they do acknowledge it. Like they want to be saved, they want um, to be delivered from their uh, their mistakes and the 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 results of their mistakes, or the consequences of their sin, and they cry out. For that they want compassion they want mercy there it is they want god's deliverance yeah absolutely i think you know it's like we both we both desire both parties desire salvation right god desires us to be saved because god wants desperately to have fellowship with us and and like we said yesterday our sins are what cut us off from that and we desperately like you just said we desperately want to be saved whether we know it or not we do everything we can as the human race. We do everything we can to achieve some sort of salvation, you know, whether yeah. it's, you know, the naturalist saying, hey, we're going to fix the world or the humanist saying we're going to become the, the best humans that we can be. And and with that, we're going to solve all the world's problems, war and hunger and all this. I mean, we all desire salvation because we all have this underlying realization that the world is not as it should be. Right. And of course, the creator desires that the world would be as he created it, right? He wants that. God wants that. Um, and, and the other side of that, as much as he longs for the good, he also despises the bad. I hate robbery and wrongdoing, right? That's what he says. I love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. Yeah. Like, like God equally desires the good that he designed us for and despises the bad and the brokenness and the darkness and the sin. And, and he has to. Yeah, exactly. It's his character. Yeah, and it, yeah, right. He can't do anything outside mm-hmm. of his character. Um, so yeah, I love that. I love that, mm-hmm. Chip. And I love his promise to create an everlasting covenant. I will reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant everlasting, yeah. with them. You know, And we know that to be the covenant through Christ's blood that he, mm-hmm. he declared. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's amazing. 
Okay. Um, God desires to save us, and we desire to be saved. And it makes me wonder, Chip, like, if we both want that, yep. what's the disconnect? And I think it's huh. that, you know, yeah. even though salvation is free, you know, it still comes with accountability to God. It still comes with having to recognize him. It still comes with all those it things, does. you know. It but, does. like, it, so there are people that in their sin, they they desire sin more than salvation. You know, even though they, you know, we all want the world to be better than it is. We just want to do it our own way, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I that's funny you say that because I could share it with someone. Even yesterday when I was you know, delivering the message and sharing the gospel, or even, even a few days ago at a mm-hmm. service I was doing, you can just see like this 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 wall between people. I'm like, I am so stinking crystal clear right now. Yeah. And you can just see this this wall, and it's like bouncing off. And so like... It's frustrating, but that's where you know we rely upon God, the Holy Spirit, yep. Yep. to to do His work, to convict, to to break down that wall, so they can finally see it, grasp it, come to their senses, so to speak, and understand it. And but it's it is tough on this side of delivering that message. And many of you are in that boat. You're trying to share the gospel with your family and your friends, and you just you've done it as clear as you could do it, yeah. and you've lived it, and it's still nothing yet. But we just don't give up, and because God wants to save them. Yeah. And we just prayed that they would, they would, they would, they would. And we just said, yeah, I mean, we don't give up. We, I'm not, I'm not saying anything like that, but no. I, I think also we need to be realistic and understand Jesus said, less people find the yeah. road to life, you know? And That's I mean, true. the only reason I say that is because, you know, I, I shared the gospel with somebody and they just said, I get what you're saying. It's not, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, last, last, oh, a few months ago. And, um, the reality of that is that doesn't make me a failure as a pastor, as a believer, as a, as a family member to that person. It doesn't make me a failure. It, the reality is more people will stay on the road to destruction than find the narrow road to life. That's what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. And if that somehow makes me a failure, then imagine how Jesus must feel who died for all, yeah. right? So I just think, you know, it's important. Yeah. Never give up. Never give up. Yeah. Because if God could save me, God can save whoever it is that you're praying for. Right. Uh, and sharing the word with, but it's true. Uh, the reality is, it doesn't make you a failure if they never accept it. That's not your decision to make, right? So yeah. it's tough. It is. Yeah. Well, hey. Okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's kind of a downer note, but God desires to save us, and that's we desire the, to be saved, and that's huge. That's good news, and we keep focusing on that. Yeah. Amen. That's the hope we have. That's right. Thank okay. you for joining us today. We You're look welcome. forward to reading you tomorrow. Yeah. See you tomorrow. It's gonna be great. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll see you over on ukulele with Gene. Okay. And uh, yeah, we got the switch gears right now. Eric. I bet you anything Gene can play the ukulele. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. No, I don't doubt it one bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Gene. Hey, Gene, we're ready. You can All come right. on in. Here we go. All right, we're going to stop this okay, and we'll boys. get going. <laughs> we're going to stop this and we can get started. Okay. All right. See you in a minute. Bye, y'all.